All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. They're coming to get you, Barbara. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Here's Johnny. Vanity. Definitely my favorite city. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. The power of Christ compels you! This is my boomstick! What's your favorite scary movie? Good evening, and welcome to Shiver. Uh, when we last left off, we had spoken about episodes one through five of, or one through six, I believe it was one through six, of Haunting of Hill House, and we pick up where we left off. Episode in the With the best fucking episode. The best one. Is that the one shot? Yeah. Two yeah. Storms, oh, the episode six, Two Storms, this entire episode is five shots. Yeah. Is that the episode that fucked you up? No. No. That, no. no, that's six. You're episode thinking six. eight. Episode eight is the episode that fucked me up. Okay, yeah. That's the one, too, I think. Yeah, Got it's us. eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. No, same episode six doesn't have any jump scares. No, 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 no. It's, it was it's eight. eight. Then. It's eight. Episode six. I highlighted is just it so that I po- would remember. Possibly in the top four greatest cinematic feats I've I, I've ever seen. Uh, the only thing that rivals this is uh, Hitchcock did a movie called The Rope uh, with Jimmy Stewart, where the whole movie is ten shots. Wow. And uh, but we're 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 talking about. Like a feature length, feature length film, hour and a half. Maybe I mean, hour this is a fifty-two minutes. minutes. That's what I'm saying. It's like an hour and six minutes. This episode, like this, rivals that. You know, fucking Hitchcock. This that, rivals Hitchcock. That so in this episode, we are uh, back at the funeral home. The family has gotten together before the actual, uh, right? Like, the actual funeral itself. Shit has started to escalate. They're this all is the fighting. first time that they're going to be in the same room together in years. Right. So things are happening. Uh, uh, all the secrets are starting to be, uh, are, are starting or are about to come out. Like shit is being heated. Uh, conversations are being heated. Uh, Theo has decided to touch Nell, which has created its entire own fucked oh, up Oh, yes. Shit. We saw this at the end of, of her, her episode. episode. Right. She goes into into the mortuary. She takes off her glove. She touches Nell. So she knows what happened to Nell. And she reels back in right. agony, and she's just screaming, like, what the fuck did she see? Right. And, and w- then yeah. you see her in this episode, and she's not... She's drinking and she's trying to numb herself. One thing about the touch things. episode that I think we forgot. I don't know if this happened in the touch episode, but when uh, when Nell got in trouble for writing the oh, welcome yeah. Nell. Yes. And Theo comes in and and, and touches it and says, I know it wasn't you. I know it wasn't you. That I think I don't remember if that was revealed in that episode, but um, that made a whole hell of a lot of sense. I think I think that happened in Nell's episode. Oh, OK. Yeah. That made a lot of sense then because Theo knew yeah. that that wasn't her. And it made a lot of sense when Nell went back. And it said "Welcome home," and Olivia was standing right next to it because Olivia wrote it. Right. So this this episode starts with what I think is one of the most beautiful moments in in the whole show, where Hugh walks in, and Ugh. what he sees is his children as children. Yeah. And he we ha- we haven't seen them all together at all since they were kids in mm-hmm. Hill House. Uh, and he, in fact, hasn't seen them all together 
And they say it. Nell was since, always trying to get us together. Right, since, since Hill House. So it's been 20 years yeah. since he's because been Because even at Nell's wedding, Luke wasn't there. Right. And and he sees them as kids. T- to me, that was just one of those things where it's like, you know, it fucking destroys you. Well, he walks up to Nell's casket and he sees Nell as a child in the casket. That moment just... No, he was like in tears. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm thinking back on it now. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... You know, keep but, it together. And the way that the camera pans back around and then like so he walks into the into the parlor there and then sees them all as kids and when it turns when the camera goes back around they're adults again. So and they're I, standing I read about yeah. how they right. shot a bunch of these scenes and they basically had to have the kids hide under the furniture. I love that. They really <laughs> it's for real old did school. It. It's, it's just old school yeah. tricks. It's old Hollywood tricks. And they had to pull the little girl that played Nell, the like stage hands had to like pull her out of the casket <laughs> and the other chick had to jump back in when the camera was on the other side Beautiful. just to make it work because they were shooting in real time. Yeah, no, they had to literally write in all cameramen and stage hands into the script. Right. Like you will sit here during this reading because you need to know pull the this I am grabbing this to move right. it this corner the, like the set was built specifically to allow for certain camera yeah, movements right. and for certain stagehands to be coming in and out and it, it this this is such a technical feat um, and then on top of all of that it's telling this amazing story by far my favorite one shot was the, be, being able to jump through time using Hugh. Yeah. When Hugh needs to go to the use the bathroom, the bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and he's walking through the hallway and the hallway then turns into the hallway of the house and yeah. then like that and then now you're boom you're in a flashback of that storm because it's called the two storms. So there's yeah. a storm that's happening in the parlor that knocks everything out and makes everything go crazy and then they're talking about the same storm that happens in in the house in 1992 previously but mm-hmm. that one and then it keeps going. That yeah. whole shot goes right back until they're back into the parlor. Mm-hmm. Right. That was freaking epic. Like that, I think it was 17 minutes. 17 yeah. or 18 minutes. That shot minutes is 17 minutes. Shot. It's the longest it's shot. In absolutely the, gorgeous mm-hmm. shooting. Just yeah. absolutely. And the amount, and you go back and they're like, oh, find all the ghosts. The amount of hidden ghosts that are in that yeah. particular scene mm-hmm. is fantastic. Like that's an even. Well, this yeah. whole show has hidden ghosts throughout. Oh, yeah. So, um, the one, the other shot that's worth noting is the one where like Olivia just keeps disappearing. So, it, uh, she, oh yeah, yeah, she as he follows her. Through yeah, the house. he's following through oh, the house. That was creepy. Um, he, they tell the kids to stay downstairs. Uh, this is where they lose now. They're they're basically looking for Nell in the, in the there's a there's hailstorm going on, and Nell disip- the lights go out. Nell disappears. The chandelier falls. They come downstairs to figure out what's going on. Nell disappears. They go look for Nell. Leave the kids downstairs. Hugh and Olivia go upstairs, and they they start looking for her. And Olivia goes into this trance, as she often does. She attributes it to these migraines and these dreams that she's ha- that she has, and she's just they're walking around and she's just start seeing all these random as fuck ghosts the old lady sitting on the bed the little kid they don't seem to phase her it's, yeah it's almost it's like as nothing. if it's like, like she, this she, is she, every in, day for her right and she'll turn a corner and you will turn the same corner seconds later and she's completely gone and then she's back behind him and he'll come to her and then she's gone again and she's on the opposite end of the house and it, that's 
Crazy the, the, shit. It, it culminates with all the windows in that one hallway yeah. leading to the red room right. uh, being blown out by the hail. She's standing right in front of it. And then he turns around to like the, the master staircase, and there she is, standing in front of that gigantic window. After all these windows have just been blown out, and he's reaching out, he's calling out to her, uh, like, you know, live, get away. And then she gets blown away by the fucking window, and no one's there. Right. And then he turns around and, and then, finds her and then she's, on the floor. she's crouched exactly where she was right. when we last saw her for real. Mm-hmm. And she's like, What happened? I, I was I was looking and I couldn't find her and and then the kids start screaming downstairs. Right. Right. And then we end up well, the lights all come back on and they But they heard they is, do- no, but they heard no. a dog. That's right. And they go back into the funeral parlor and in the funeral parlor they're arguing and that's when it comes out that Nell and I mean no, not Nell. Theo and Kevin took money, yep. right? So that was that's that that whole argument. Um, and uh, and then Th- it, Theo's drunk. Theo's super she's drunk. She's falling over herself. People are trying to help her up, and she's yelling at him not to touch her. Yeah, because she can't. She says she, she says that she she's like, has enough of her own. And we we keep hearing Hugh, old man Hugh. Yeah. Talk to himself. Talk to himself. He's like talking over his his right shoulder. Yeah. Like, no, they, they don't. The, they don't the, get it. The they sec- won't say the that. The second time after he did that, I turned. I, yeah, I turned we to said Steph to it. We looked at each other. He's I said he's, to he's talking yeah. to her. He's I'm talking like, this Olivia. is so fucking sad. Yeah. Like either he's nuts and he's created uh, an Olivia to talk to, or, or she's, she's haunting, haunting him. him. Yeah. Which is worse? I don't know. Yeah. Me neither. Except. But then that with that image that she was talking about. Well, no, that comes in the next episode. Okay. That comes in the next episode. Okay. So you already, you guys have a shorthand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, got no. it. Don't let couples have a shorthand. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. That, that, that was the other one. So, so we short with me. <laughs> oh, so um, they're in the midst of this argument. Shirley walks up to the casket and notices that someone has. Well, she, she storms off. She, yeah, she, she storms up and she walks know, back up to yeah. the casket and she notices that someone that there are two buttons over Nell's eyes. And we didn't talk about this in the Luke episode, but something that Luke used to do, he used to count seven buttons, one for each member of the family, and he used to calm him down. He used to make the ghost go away. And um, in that this episode, Theo says, "Yes, but now there's." But now there's two. Two are gone because two of us decided to die. Right and. So that those two buttons are the representatives of the two that have died, and so somebody. It, 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 put, it looks just like how, um, like the Celts used to put right. you know gold coins on. The Egyptians did it too, we think. right? But, yeah. um, but so they're having this whole argument, and um, I think at some point also Steve and his dad um, and he were arguing, and Steve says, um, "What happened? What happened was the wrong parent die, and the casket falls." Yeah, and Nell falls like half out of the casket. So that fucking shit happens, and then it goes back to the house, right? And that's when they find Nell. Right. That's when they find Nell, and then you cut back to the parlor, and she's there again. Right? She's standing. The well, call. she's kind of in the background, right? But Ghost she, there's a moment that she says, "I know, I was standing here the whole time again," and she's standing while they're all arguing. Well, mm-hmm. right? she's Doesn't in she the background that? of the funeral parlor the whole time. No, like, yeah, yeah, the, but kind of the whole time. She says it again. Or, or she says it when they find her. When right. they find her, she was. So Nell apparently was in the room the whole time. And she says, it, I was standing here the whole time. The room I, where it happened. <laughs> she was, she's like, I was standing here the whole time and I was calling and nobody heard me. And you weren't, you, you didn't hear me, you didn't hear me. And then 
as they empty out the funeral parlor, it's like bent neck lady decaying Nell standing in the empty funeral parlor, which just her child voice saying the same thing. I was yeah. here the whole time and you didn't see me. Yeah. And it's so sad. It is super sad. Um, Overlooked. Uh, and then that's why it even hurts you anymore because when that happens, Luke tells her when she's younger, I will never lose you again. I know. Yeah. I will never have. It's just this whole heartbreaking, sad family shit all the time. But. Uh, that episode by far was was it's a it's one a, of it's a masterclass in filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was um, by far one of my favorites. Just cinematography alone, like even if yeah. you're like, you know, I, I I there's a friend of mine who always hates on everything, like hates on everything, um, and he was hating on the show, and I was like, you're a film dude, <sighs> just shut hate the fuck troll. up and watch <laughs> episode six. I don't care if you like the story or not. Watch episode six just for the way that it was shot. You have to appreciate it, and if not, you're just a fucking piece of shit. He was like, so hateful. You know what he fucking said about this show? He was like, "Hey guys, I'm on episode five. Is this show ever gonna get good?" I yeah. was like, "Go fucking eat shit and die in a corner." <laughs> who is this person? A very um, hateful, miserable human being. This guy named Ruben, um, who's who, who's he he writes for. Um, Robots Fighting Monkeys, which is a geek website. Um, he has his own comic book on Comixology, which is uh, Jesus Dinosaur Slayer. Um, he's he's written sh- uh, plays that we've put on for our one acts and stuff like that. But he, I mean, I will I call him out on our, on our own podcast. We we call him the epitome of the troll because he hates everything. He hated Wonder Woman. Okay, he hated the movie Wonder Woman. How exactly my point? So yeah, he so, hates everything. So your your opinion's invalid here. <laughs> but I did tell him just watch episode six because as a film guy you should appreciate just the way that it was shot and he never came back to me with any rebuttal so i'm sure he had he had nothing good he had nothing bad to say so he couldn't say nothing he is the opposite so episode seven uh eulogy we on to episode seven yeah yeah. Uh uh this is the one where now you're getting more of hugh right yeah and you find out that hugh has been seen and speaking to olivia which is so beautiful also Mm -hmm. because I, I like how you said like oh you don't know if he, she's haunting him or if he's created this own thing but she's not even so much of a haunt as like the assistant to him like right. every time he's about to say something to his kids that it, like no don't say that why don't you just wait mm-hmm. give her time let him breathe and, and don't like, do and that like any husband he, he continues to ignore her yeah. <laughs> and, well, and stick his foot in his mouth specifically in that moment with Shirley where yeah. he's like don't yeah. and he does it anyway don't she's push like, it I don't and he's that's what you get and he was like I put my hand in the fan you know yeah. um, but the the Olivia in the house Stop! (laughs) (laughs) The Olivia in the house tells him. (laughs) I I was doing the microphone dance. Yes, fine. I'm sorry. Uh, The Olivia in the house tells him that wasn't me. Yeah, we find that out later. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Also, the Olivia in the cemetery is that tries to pull Luke in. Yes, is like not, not not. Not a fun Olivia. We, no, it's not. We will never know who the real Olivia was. I think it's a manifestation in his head of Olivia. I don't think it's a haunt. A haunt. He says it. He yeah, says he, it when he's talking. I, I can't remember to which kid he says. You there? I, I think he's trying to talk to Luke because I think that Luke has, is trying to pretend like he didn't see certain things, and so he pulls him aside oh, right yes. after the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, right? And, he right, tells, and right. so he my tells therapist. him. Oh, oh my God! I'm so sorry. One last detail about two storms that I totally forgot. Um, that we totally glazed over. Um, Luke and Hugh both know that Bent Neck Lady is Nell and both knew that Bent Neck Lady was Nell the whole time. Er? 
Sorry. Wait, what? What? I didn't. Yeah, I did you, not catch You mentioned that. this to me, and I was like, I don't know where you. Where At you're the end this of from. the episode, they say it. They're stand. They're standing by her casket, and um. Oh, they, I think you know who this. No, I think you know who it was. She didn't do this to herself, but I yes. think you know who it was. Yeah, is what they say. Yeah, and and then he, and then he says, um, and then he says, uh, uh, was she? And then his, and then he goes, yeah. Hmm. I, I thought I, that I they were talking about the that. mother. No, yeah, that's, that's I thought that they I were talking assuming. about the mother. I, I had I I and I thought that it was that they knew that she was the Batna uh, But I don't know because they knew no, it because the whole time I think they well, they realized because remember Hugh sees her and, and he's and he says and he he sees her with the bent neck and she see, she looks at him and she goes daddy and she see he sees her with the bent neck he's standing on one in the hallway and but he I follows think, yeah. her. Mm. I'm gonna have to go back now and watch this a third time. Uh, I'm gonna fuck. Hold on. <laughs> but, but what I was, I forgot where I was going now with this. Um, uh, he's talking about therapy, right? So he ends up t- right, and he ends up telling them that it's so, no, it's okay if you're using it as a coping mechanism that you know that mm-hmm. she's not there. So he admits that this is his own right. creation of Olivia because what the last one wasn't her that's right. not the real her you know what ends up happening to her she was different she walked weird like that's not the person that, that she was supposed and, and to be and he he introduces himself again to her when he sees her in the house for the last time yeah right and he, so but he admits it's, it's it to a, him because he tells Luke he was like you know sometimes you can make this coping mechanism he goes but you know that some of this is different like yeah. what you've said like, there's something going on here right. he goes this is not that I remember him saying that specifically. Mm-hmm. So he, he was trying to like show like, yeah, we're kind of messed up. Yeah. But some of this freaky stuff is actually happening, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not all me making this shit up, you right. know. Uh, but I did think that that was such a beautiful way of, of also showing a different way of this grieving. This is also the yeah. ep- this and, is- and how to cope with grieving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially coming from from Hugh yeah. who had so much shit on his shoulders because he was the one that saw everything that happened yeah. and knows everything and tried to protect his kids that in turn only made him not have this family not have a wife like not have any of these other things so to see that that connection between the two of them I thought was really beautiful in the way that they did it mm-hmm. um, and then I liked seeing her not herself and being the the, the house version of Olivia and yeah. wanting to bring everybody back into the house you know that that that's how for how it is for me she keeps popping up for luke she's trying to get him back in the mm-hmm. house to keep him forever well yeah. this is yeah. also in the past timeline this is the one where she we find that she has the blueprints and within the blueprints she's drawn the forever house so this is in the past where he's also starting to realize that she's not okay something's wrong with her well yeah this, this is also this is her forever house yeah yeah and you know. that is yeah. yeah. And this is also the episode, if I'm not mistaken, that we find out about the the, the, the Dudleys the, and what right. why they won't go in the right. house after yes, dark. Yes, it is. It is right. Okay. And and so he so we're finding out this history of this house, so to speak, or the superstition of this house, so to speak, and how Olivia should not stay in the house. She's supposed to leave the house. Like right. all of these things mm-hmm. are supposed to be happening all at the same time as Nell's fucking funeral. Right. right, right. This is also the episode where she has that dream, and she en- she ends up like on top of him with like a knife at his yes. throat. Yes. And so he- yeah, her her descent into madness has been like pretty gradual up yeah. until this moment, as far as the past timeline is concerned. Mm-hmm. And then it just like it gets sped up. Oh, super fast. And, super fast. And uh, he uh, Hugh's been so preoccupied with like the timetable, like getting this house ready, 
getting it sold. Yeah, because they gave them eight weeks, which is the summer. The kids are not in school. Like, right. they have that timetable. Like, they need to be out. And, and, and now all start. of a sudden, like, he's got more being piled on his shoulders. Because this is where they find because this the is mold where they find in the basement. black mold in the basement. Yeah. Uh, which shouldn't be there because it wasn't there when, they, when he first inspected the house. There's clearly rats... Or some sort of creatures that are behind the walls that are making scratching noises. Right. And his wife is, is, losing, is, it. is losing it. And so he's got to handle all of this. He's got to handle the kids. Yeah. And so uh, it's one of those, like, you know, like when it fucking rains, it pours. Right. Um, so this black mold thing is something I won't let go of because black mold is something that, like, is deadly. And it does have, like, properties that, like, will, does make you, like hallucinate yeah so this is something that like they threw in why are they throwing this in because this is one of the this this is one of the lost things about this show there are very few like whenever i say something is a lost thing it's because like it's a reference to for people that don't know it's a reference to lost because lost always had these things that like they would throw something and never answer it right so there's like five Except, except this was good Right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not and what I mean. Semi-answered. That's not right. what I mean. There's like only five of these things that went unanswered in the show, and this is one of them. Right. So and here it was done purposely. Right. This will. This black mold leads to something bigger later on. But this is one of those things that it stayed with me because, like, this is one of those things that was thrown into kind of second guess. That like maybe this kind of did all happen in everybody's head because this. And it's it's not only that there was mold, they got rid of it and it came back. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that happened in this basement is they found the body of the spoiler hat guy. Right. In this where, where the black mold was coming from. And, and, and the scratching right. was, him. was him. Was him. Yeah. 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 But see then they actually find the body because people from the outside come in, like the cop comes. Right. It, 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 it had been like an old soft mystery from it, the forties or something. Yeah. yeah. Unless I mean they're unless even the cop is in his head, like I mean that's going far. No, though. I mean we assume that the mold doesn't ever go away because the house There's, doesn't let it. Well, th- not only that, but we don't ever f- really find out because shortly after he finds that body, they leave. Right. Right. That if not, I think it's that. I think same, it's the next day. Yeah, that next or that the night. night. Yeah, that, that night. night. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah, shit starts turning up really yeah. fast. Yeah, yeah, like after that, it's just rampant, like 24 hours of just insane craziness right. Right. that happens afterwards. But um, th- th- yeah, I just love that episode. And then that's the episode where you see Olivia next to Hugh, and it's the same position and pose. As in Nell's uh, wedding, I gotta go back and watch that again. Right? Yeah, you gotta watch it. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, and but then, yeah, the fact that she sees it, right? Which is really it's like, wait a he's, second. She, Nell sees the same apparition of Olivia that Hugh is seen in that same dress and in that same thing. You guys gotta go back and watch that. Yeah. Because while we were watching it, she did. She, uh, she has this cute little noise that she does when we're watching things, and she gets something right. <laughs> and since we, it's it's true. It's just cute. So and we were watching it the second time, and I heard her like do that, like. Oh, and I was just like, what? <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> yes, I see now what it is that you're talking about. Uh, that was a good, it's, good episode. So we were, we were watching it with uh, Kenny and Tiff, and so I couldn't say anything out loud because yeah, right. they, hadn't, they hadn't gotten there yet. So so we were like, oh, that's why in episode, like two episodes that's, from now, this that's is what's going to happen. amazing when there's something that you know on a TV show... You oh try God, not to ruin it or dick. spoil it for someone? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my no. God. That's... Yeah, but you I, do it I to yourself. You like. ask me questions. Not always. Yes, Usually you it's do. unsolicited. You, gen- you, you, know, you genuinely asked me if somebody got raped. <laughs> what? You asked me that on Sunday. Last Sunday. What about Outlander. 
Oh, Outlander. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I told you not that person. <laughs> it's okay. Mo- it's on. okay. It happens. Moving on. And are we on to <laughs> episode eight? Okay. Uh, okay. <gasps> the episode with the one episode. of the greatest jump scares, if not the greatest jump scare of all time. Yo, that Listen. was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. That was... But it's like towards the end of the episode. So they, they uh, at the end of episode seven, they realize Luke is left. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is um, super boring. Yeah, Luke Luke is left, um, and Hugh kind of knows... Where he's going. Yeah, he didn't realize it at the time, uh, but in keeping with this like new life that he's trying to lead where he's open and honest he's like yeah i kind of saw it yeah and so they realized well you know he's probably going back to the house yeah well originally they think he's gonna go do drugs right right, right. like steven who's driving That's him around so we're we're in the past hugh is trying to like crane open not crane for lack of a better term <laughs> crane open the door to the red room yes. he's finally decided like i need to get into this room and see what's in this room yeah this is after he's 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 hurt his hand in the fan right uh shit has popped off his his wife has tried to kill him like all these things is happening and yes he's uh, at his last steel steals shirley's credit card and I mean, sorry, he uh, Luke, Luke steals yeah. Shirley's, Shirley's credit, card. credit card, Theo's car, right? And they're gone. Steven automatically assumes he's gonna go drive through where all the drug people are because right. he already knows all of all of and and Hugh's the one that's like, nah. I kind of think this is where he's oh, he's headed. And there's another big development while the lights are off. Oh yes. Uh, the lights come back on, and Shirley discovers her husband and Theo and Theo. In what looks in the like, cellar, in in a compromising position. Yes, in a very compromising yeah. position, which is extremely important for what ends up happening in episode right. eight. Right. So, episode eight, everybody's looking for Luke. Everybody's on 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 the run. Uh, wait. Also, the house, the dream house that Shirley had. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. Also happens in episode uh, seven. Yeah. Which is that at Theo, the end, Theo and Hugh. Uh, are following these like ashen footsteps back to uh, Shirley's, Shirley's office, office. Mm-hmm. and her her dream house has been smashed. Yeah, and so as as they're turning the corner, there is like decaying possessed Olivia. Yeah, and she's reaching out. Trying to for, grab her for for Theo, yeah, and that's where the episode ends. Yeah, that's it. Well, yeah. yeah, I think Shirley walks in and she's like, "What the fuck?" And then they're like hyperventilating against the door. End of episode. Yeah. Uh, so episode eight, which is witness marks, um, is so now you you've got like like the party has been separated. Right. Uh, you have Luke. This, and, this is the two towers. Yeah, of basically the, uh, of the series. So Luke <laughs> is gone. Theo uh, and Shirley are together and uh hugh and steven are together and we finally get some like some closure to like steven's like i've never seen a ghost i don't believe any of you and his dad basically tells him like listen you're full of shit because you saw a ghost too he was like what are you talking about he's like i read your book and I know you saw a ghost. He was like, I didn't see any of that. That's your story. And he tells him the story of... He, and his his dad, the, the way he tells this fucking story... And by the way, I, I fucking love this actor. He's great in uh, in another 
uh, in another fantastic Timothy horror Hutton, movie. I think is his yeah, name. It's Timothy Hutton uh, in a George Romero film, no less, called uh, The Dark Half, which is based on a Stephen King story. Fucking fantastic! Go watch it if you if you really liked him in this. Um, and he. Oh wait, is it important that Steve is like separated from his wife? I didn't really like her. Do we care? I didn't really care. Okay, is it? This is not like really essential to anybody's no. storyline. Okay. But what he did, what, what what he did was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm what sorry, he what did was, was fucked what up. What he did to her was oh, fucked yeah. up. Oh, yeah, what he did to her was fucked up. But that was really fucked up. I mean, okay. I thought it was. I didn't, I didn't know if we were there dad, yet. So I didn't want to say no, it. we're not there yet. His, oh, his, dad, his dad is kind of trying to give him some advice, marital advice. And Steve's like, fuck you. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure you killed your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they all think that. Yeah. They did. Yeah, I think that they did. I think that they honestly did. But so he tells him, I read a piece right, of your book. He said, I, I, I read your book. He says, and I know that you saw a ghost because, and, and he goes through this amazing delivery of how, like, this one specific passage, how he passed all these different people, and and he's and he's like, yeah, I know, I wrote the fucking book. Like, what's your point? He was like, I never hired anyone to look at that clock. And he was like, what are you talking about? He was like, that clock is an antique, you know, something or other. And you, it's, for me, it was the first time that I saw Hugh as an intelligent, like a together guy. Right. Someone that wasn't just batshit crazy. Right. Someone who wasn't crazy or someone who wasn't like running around like a chicken without a head trying to just like, you know, fix the house or just cope with, you know. Yeah, I think he said that the only person that was a- like, that was able to get the clock he would have like sent, somewhere across the country. He would have sent it to it Switzerland yeah. Yeah. Uh, to go have a professional look at it. It was because, you know, each, each clock has spe- specific markings on it from where the tools have been used. He was like, I wouldn't have hired someone from in town to yeah. come and look at this thing. He goes, and especially not with a with a with a handlebar mustache. Right. Yeah, he says you, you were you were very specific in how you described this guy. He was like that person was not there. That person does not exist. That was a ghost. And then he also tells him, plus we never had a treehouse. Right. Yeah. Yes. And when he says, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "How could I have possibly built a treehouse? We had just moved in. Yeah. We were selling that house and flipping it. We never had a treehouse. And then it's like." Boom, what the brain fuck? explosion. Yeah. That because he and Luke both played it was Luke's treehouse, but they both played in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, Easter egg, there is an ET poster in that treehouse. No shit. Yes. Uh, I gotta go back now. No I shit. See that. Yes, I'm I hate ET. Elliotception. When, when, I have like a sixth <laughs> sense when it comes to <laughs> ET. I can sense it in the air. So so that episode was 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 brilliant with the whole treehouse thing. Yeah. And then we don't even realize I don't even think it's that episode where no, we it's realize not. the next it's the, episode. Yeah, like that's like yeah. That was just like a oh shit when where the hell were they and then everything explodes after that, um, but for me so I'm a chicken shit and I hide a lot and normally I can always because you can tell oh, you, you can, can always you, tell they set them up right you, they set them up with the music and I can like I already start looking at her and I, I have like a if it's not her I'll hide behind like a little Jack pillow that we have because we have like a Jack and Sally like head pillow and I start to like put it over my head so that I'm just like <laughs> ready to go and then this one however. <laughs> this jump scare I was not prepared for. No, Out of nowhere. Nobody was. And this is the difference. Like sometimes beautiful. when we're watching TV so that we don't pass out while we're watching it, we'll leave like we have carnival lights in our room like hanging over our bed and we'll leave them on. And for whatever reason, I guess it's like the last episode we said we were going to watch, everything was turned off. It's super dark in our room. Like nothing is happening. I'm super engrossed on just the TV. And it is Shirley and Theo arguing about what Shirley thinks Theo did with her husband in the cellar. 
and all that other jazz. And yo, Which, by the way, why does Shirley think that Theo cares? Like Theo's a lesbian. I just, Do you want to walk me through this? Okay, I still your sister making out with your husband. Like yeah. it I mean, matters. No, I understand. <laughs> I understand that. Right, but I think that it was just another slap and i don't think that it was so much that yeah okay theo's a lesbian and and so i shouldn't care i think shirley was seen it not as, that I, I shouldn't care but like i shouldn't be why scared? did she think I it was sh- weird right right not that why did she think it's weird but like I, I i understand maybe just like the stress of the situation and the tension and like she's not thinking rationally but rationally speaking like there has to be a reasonable explanation behind for it. why that happened yes right. but I, but I, you're I, also talking about shirley who was right. late on finding out about her sister <laughs> and well, even questionable yeah, about that in one uh, so and I, and consider Shirley's probably one of these people that thinks you can go to gay conversion <laughs> yeah well she also thinks, oh probably she also thinks that Theo's a slut right right because she says as much oh another girl another one that you're gonna like so she yeah. might just see it as she's just sexually right. greedy right. and now and now she's on her husband I think that none of that mattered to her I think that she saw it as the second betrayal by both of them in one night. Yeah. yeah. Because she well, found because out found that out they about the both money. accepted Steve's money, which she you know calls blood money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then not does that happen only, right. but then she finds them both in a dark room after who knows what. You know? And I think guilt. Right. Mm-hmm. I think a, a, a projection of her own shit was also something that triggered her because if I'm not mistaken, it's not this one, it's the next one, right? But then those apparitions kick up. Yeah, they do. after that, they do. Mm-hmm. Right after that happens, she starts to see him more, yeah. and more, and more, yeah. and more, and it's more apparent. So I think that that's another thing that fuels her anger at Theo and fuels right. the anger well, at the she entire starts situation. The knocking right in in that episode. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the the jump scare is is Theo and and Shirley are having this all out fight and yelling and screaming and out of fucking nowhere because it is out of nowhere comes Nell's decaying fucked up body screaming in between both their heads that it makes Shirley swerve her car. I swerved out of the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Out of bed. Out of bed. Like I don't jump, I jumped. But I didn't like jump. Oh no. Like this guy jumped. That shit got I started pacing up and down. (laughs) That shit even got me and I'm usually dead inside. I'm usually dead. And I I was like wow, that's what I've been waiting for this whole time. Yes. Because so, I jumped and then I like immediately looked at her like, "Am I the puss? Did I just do like, oh, this thing?" Right? And, and she was like, like, "No, no, no." No, there was a good like, after this episode, we're done tonight. There was That's a good it. like two minute pause just to like recollect ourselves. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. There was, and, so- and I'm I'm glad that we did kind of give ourselves a moment to like collect ourselves again because what follows is a fantastically acted scene. Oh my God. Say whatever you want about she's fucking the director, she's a pretty face or whatever, but homegirl can fucking act. Well, there was... A, so so, was so they wanted a genuine reaction from them. There was another page and a half of dialogue before that jump scare. And they told... Um, this, I can't remember her name, but they told the chick that plays Nell to just do it. Oh. So that they could get a genuine reaction because they wanted them to be scared. That was they fucking didn't want them to anticipate the glorious. Job. Because yeah. I jumped, I I we I stopped. I Everybody like, went that night after that. <laughs> I was like, I need a cigarette. I need to like. I got up. I was just like, whoo! And then even through the rest of the episode, I was still going, whoo! All right, all right. Then. Holy Jesus! was just like, shut the hell up, the two of you. That's it. I'm done. But that with your, was yeah. a, a beautiful fighting. monologue. 
yeah. Yeah. That, that that Theo has but of- not feeling well and, and it brings you all the way back to her episode episode three and I had kept thinking to myself like, every now and then I latch on to something I'm like but what was this but what was that and we finally realized what it is that she feels when she touches Nell in that third episode and she feels nothing, nothing. Absolutely and nothing. When when all you have felt your life is everyone's emotions to feel nothing has got to be terrifying. And made her extremely desperate. You right. Know? And that was another beautiful thing. She was like, when she admits that she went to grab on onto to Shirley's husband and just to feel something, and she's like, I'm not even sorry. Yeah. I, I'm not because being able to do that and feel something is better is worth. Feeling the regret, right? Feeling the ashamed and the embarrassment and all mm. of that. Like I would do it again, basically. And that was a really beautiful moment. And yeah. I think also uh, a beautiful moment between sisters and kind of making Shirley like eat it. Like you, this is something you're gonna have to eat. And if, if I'm not mistaken, Shirley doesn't say she accepts the apology. No, she, no. she just picks her up and says, "All right, let's go." She's yeah, like, all right. Yeah, and to, to me, that's like a real reaction yeah you know um where it's like you fucking you know you reached out for my husband puta you know yeah we go, we go still talk about this later yeah like we we okay right now we good, right. we good to go right now but later on i'm gonna use this as a carrot and i'm gonna have to wait like i'm gonna swing it in front of your face later only because our dead sister screamed at us get in the car <laughs> Oh my god! But but yeah. So for me, that was that made the episode that that jump scare for me was just like holy, holy shit! And then if I'm not mistaken, we end that with episode Luke with house. Luke trying to burn, trying to burn down, yeah. the, trying house, to burn yeah. down the house, and it not burning. Yeah, right. Like he pours and- it, lights it, throws the thing. It, it, right, the, the whole thing, like, you see the fire spread and immediately die, and then he looks at the staircase, and there's his mom. Yeah. Oh. And she, she's, like, beckoning to him. And it's yeah, like, fuck, another one. The house is going to take another one. Now, for me, now that we're at the end of that one. Oh, what? See, yeah, okay. I didn't, I forgot what you guys were talking about, about Steve saying that what he did was fucked up, and I couldn't remember what it was, and yeah, it was fucked up. Yeah, it's really so, terrible so, to do that. Side note, just oh, yeah. so you guys know, what he does is him and his wife are trying to have kids and trying to have kids, and this poor fucking lady is not knowing why she can't get pregnant. And, and this motherfucker is, had a vasectomy and didn't tell her. Yeah. <laughs> While he's watching her go through the pain of right. like not being able trying to Trying to do IVF. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what a dick. Yeah. What a dick. <laughs> now, he sees I, his mom. Though. I understand. Yes. I understand where he's coming from. He is convinced that his family yeah, has that a his disorder. family has well, no mental you know, illness is yeah. hereditary. Right? Yeah, and so he doesn't want to. He doesn't want. He doesn't want to. I get it. But, but you gotta fucking tell your wife. No, yeah, no, no. yeah. You need to tell your wife. You need to tell somebody when you start dating them. Hey, listen. Before this gets too serious, I want to let you know I'm not interested in having children. If this is something that you want. Cool. Let's part ways. Yes. If you don't want kids, let's continue right. to get to know each other. Yeah. Otherwise, nice to meet you. Yeah. Have a nice life. Not. Not or even adopt. No. And I don't wor- think he's got a problem with children. It's him he having has his own right. Yo, yeah. To know that the you're to let her keep trying to get to the point that's where, a dick. Move. That is a dick move. And Man. to 
and and dicker move like yeah i'm gonna keep fucking you all the time every right. hour trying to get you like that is a dick that is a huge dick well, move. i really hated his character a little bit at that moment like i'm like i really don't like you man no i never i don't think <laughs> i ever really got him like this he's, Steve character he's the one that i hate the most yes yeah. and i i never like him like Super i never dick. get no. to a point where i like him there there are i um, do eventually feel for him uh but, like, but when you know, see everything that they all went through him being the oldest so like i guess like no because you don't want to know why you want to know why because when they do flashbacks to that little cunt motherfucker right <laughs> he says all these like i'm your big brother and i'm gonna be here and i'm gonna help you and he does all of that because he has like a whole conversation yeah. with Luke, he does he yeah. does he does this whole fucking thing and then you were a piece of shit brother like you weren't shit you were absolute shit to the to the rest and of then your you family made money off all their exploited stories. your family yeah, yeah, yeah like you're you Chris Jenner your entire family. Yeah, he Fuck did. Yeah. He did. No, and then and then even Not when like no one comes you, to your job and you you again want to throw I've been through all your phases. It's just like you you were a dick. Like you were just a straight yeah. up straight up dick. So for me, this is the only thing that I'll say about this whole series. I I enjoyed the last episode, but for me, Screamy Mimi's, which is episode nine, this show could have ended with the end of that episode, and I would have been happy. Would have been totally, I, totally happy. I lo- I love the episode. It's probably my third favorite episode after ten, and then six is my favorite. And for me, it's six and nine. Yeah. Those, those are my two favorite. Um, and and it's just because. So now in nine, we finally get Olivia. We get right. Olivia's whole entire story. Every what happened that night, how it happened, how we got there. The whole nine, we finally get Olivia and her slow run down the vortex of madness and yeah. what's happening and what she's seen and what she's hearing. And like Steph had mentioned earlier, it's this Poppy Hill who's basically kind of like getting into her heads that her kids mm-hmm. are, are, are that the world is what's dangerous. Right. Letting her kids go out into the world is what's going to kill them. There's and, only one way to set them free. Right. And that yeah. is to kill them. Right. You know, because and then they're with you in theory forever. And that's like a disease of the mind. Like she puts that seed in her right. head and she can't get around it. And I think there's also another, uh, I can't remember exactly when it happens, but there's a moment where Olivia describes to Mrs. Dudley uh, a moment, a sort of like paranormal moment that she had. Oh, that was in the the, the, where the she two made storms. Okay? That was in the two storms uh-huh. episode where they're sitting picking up the glass, and she talks about she, the time she made it hail. No, that's this is epi- this episode. It's is this, this episode this where she says that I made it hail when Daddy died. The day that Daddy died, oh, I made it yes. hail. She starts talking about how she's had this like experience, and so they have like established like in small ways throughout the show that like she has like some sort of gift, yeah, kind of like Theo, but in a different way, she and that she's, that she's all sensitive. All the women in her family have have had this. And so that makes sense to me that she would be susceptible to, you know, one of these spirits. Right. So now she's trying to to save her kids. And that that's this, so what we saw the trailer for this show. And like you had said, like they had moved, they had changed the trailer for it. And in the trailer, you have baby Nell, like little Nell. Mommy, what happens if in my dream you try to kill me? And then in my dream you do this and the, like, she's going through this whole nightmare. And we thought that that was like yeah. the epitome of like the whole show. And then what the kid says, what she says is super disturbing. And she yeah. gets worse and worse as she keeps talking. And well, I'm like, oh, my God. She describes her death. And what right. happens if right. I get so sad? And what happens if I put a, a rope around my neck? And what happens if I hang myself? And like what's crazy about this episode is you have Olivia who is Luke now, says the same thing to her. To yes, says he says, I'm in it until I, until I poison myself so bad, like on the inside. Right. She's seen both of them dead. Right. And both of them, how quote unquote 
they were to die in the future. She right. sees now on the slab with her neck broken, and 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 this is before it's happened. She sees right. that. She sees Luke passed out with vomit all over the places, which is what we'll get in episode ten. You know, mm-hmm. so right. she sees these things, and then when she goes back into the room. And is talking to them. They both each describe the nightmare that she's trying to wake them from. And mm-hmm. the nightmare is how they're going to die if they were to end up in the real world. And then that's like the, the snapshot of poor Steven coming back and realizing his mom's going crazy. And then he has to paint her an armoire. Which that <laughs> kid. Guys, if, you, if, if you're listening, just teach your kids not to paint over mold. Like, I don't know. Just, that's, that's like a, a, a little clue for you. <laughs> A little just just put put a little chloro over it first, <laughs> you know. Uh, so throw yeah. away that sponge. But don't use it on the dishes. <laughs> this one was good for me because. Wait, before you go there, I I found a cup under Link's under Link's bed the other day for bad dreams. No, oh, uh, a cup like he has a cup of milk every night before bed, and there was a one cup that he had been missing for a couple of days, and I opened it up. And it had a little bit of chunky milk in it, but then the top had like a little bit of black mold, and I was like, nope. Garbage. 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 No, we're not we're not playing this game, people. Not in my house. What, what <laughs> not I, today, Satan. What what I liked about what you're mentioning about um her seeing in time right. is that it was already well established that the house can haunt whenever. Right. It's it's not just wherever, but whenever as well. Right. Um, so when when that happened, where like she goes backwards through the door, and it's the funeral home, and she's seeing her daughter. Right. Um, it, it just it, it fucks with you mm-hmm. so much, you know. And to to me, that was one of the things, one of the aspects of the show that was so incredibly scary is that. Um, like time is not linear, and that you know the the haunting can take place. Oh, definitely. I mean that. Between, I think that and Bet Neck Lady show us that yeah. time is definitely not linear. Because if you can haunt yourself throughout right. your entire life, yeah, and 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 see your children die before they do, it's definitely. And I think the show plays with that a lot, like in um, like parallel dimensions and time not being right. linear and all that, because you've got the dogs that they hear, and that right. is. Is like uh, the hounds of hell or whatever like when the veil gets released mm-hmm. um, on Halloween and stuff like that is because that's like connected to that like the sound of dogs yeah. um, and everything and then you have the scene where the creepy scene where he, Hugh keeps following her and she keeps disappearing through the house but yet she's there the whole time right? and so she's disappearing but coming back and he's seeing that and then Nell who is there the whole time but disappearing and coming back and so like they do kind of allude to that a lot throughout the show that mm-hmm. time is being fucked with and then there's another scene at the end with Nell that you see her conversation happening. Yeah. All oh, yeah. It's right. Episode that, like time being messed episode up. Episode 10 shows you the time being messed up with the room. Yeah. She's like saying that in everything itself. right there, but then you go back and you see her having those conversations with yeah, everybody yeah. at the right time. Right. Yeah. Or whatever. Now, what I'll say about episode nine before we get into like the meat and potatoes of what episode nine is, because it's like the epitome of why we're, why this is what it is right. with this family. Is and I and I say that it could have been the last episode. It's because of Olivia's last line in the very last scene of that episode, which is, um, 
you flash back to the day they got to the house and it's this beautiful flashback yeah. and it's all her kids and and the, and they're running up trying to figure out what room they should all go in and Hugh goes up and he was like aren't you coming with us and her last line of that episode she goes no all of you go on without me mm-hmm. yeah and then that's it like, for me that could have been a good end cap because she took everything of the house and 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 they all left without her like i for me it could have ended right there and i would have been really content because i would have gotten all my answers what the hell happened that night what the hell happened to olivia holy shit this shit went down that night that evening like i didn't need for me the the madness of the room between all the siblings um in the in the last half of oh that was cool to to me though that Denouement towards the end, you know, it, it, it was absolutely perfect. No, it was great. But I mean, yeah. like, even if I if if the if the show had said we're gonna cut right here, I could have been happy because for me, the last twenty minutes of the last of the last episode for me didn't hold up to everything else that had happened up to that point. Nine, nine was crazy. Nine was nine, crazy. Nine, nine was bonkers. Um, but I, I I I love the way that everything is tied up. In episode ten, yeah. if uh, if the story had been only about the past, nine would have been the perfect place to end. It. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I can see that. So in nine, we find out that the night that Olivia had killed herself, mm-hmm. uh, what she had actually done was she was supposed to go to her sister's house. She was supposed to go to her sister's house. She knew that things she knew herself that she was losing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was supposed to go to her sister's house. She never makes it. She never goes. She makes it to a hotel room. The same, the hotel, same hotel room that Nell, that Nell goes to. Yes, yeah. That Nell goes to, which is the same hotel room that their father that dropped their them off. Their father yeah. dropped them off the next uh, the day. night the next day that everything happened. So fucking beautifully done. Um so she goes there decides to go back home mm-hmm. right she goes back home and she, then she lies to hugh because she, does. she, she pretends she, that she's at her sister's house right because she even pretends like to like oh she says hi she can't come and all this right. other shit and then she decides to go back to the house and this is where we find out about abigail mm-hmm. right abigail is not a ghost it is luke previously had asked permission for abigail to sleep over yes and of course thinking that it's a ghost said sure why not no i don't think they thought it was well i don't know if they thought it was a ghost or if they thought they humored him because they thought it was his imagine he thought it was an imaginary friend some of them thought it was a ghost right i think that she thought it was an imaginary friend so i don't think that she thought it thought a big deal of like yeah sure bring whatever friend you want over yeah okay cool um sure enough abigail's a real girl uh and comes over she happens to be the daughter of the Dudleys, right? Uh, who sneaks out to come and hang out with Luke the and Nell. These are crazy religious people and don't let their kid do anything, right? Though, for not good, wrong, right? Not wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah, not wrong. Uh, just a side note: when we first started watching this, we thought they were going to pull the others with the yeah. Dudleys. Uh-huh. I was like. I was if like, they, they do this, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be mad. I saw this coming. I've seen this before. Yeah, like, I already know. I know this. I know I this. I want to know, like, why do you keep working here? <laughs> like, there's so many other employment options. You live in a major, close to a major metropolitan area. Yeah, but they have the land on that, well, that yeah. house. They That's where did- others... They did in a way others us a little bit because they did say a lot of times they did point out how she's not religious 
right and then it's like mm-hmm. oh fuck all this shit happened to you yeah. <laughs> you ain't had no jesus in your life lady right. well, listen. <laughs> you know? well but she does she does talk about how the kids are versed not just in christianity in everything but but in all religions yeah so you know it's it's not for lack of knowledge right you know? true. true so um, so we find out that Abigail's real and we come to find out that Olivia is trying to have a tea party with Nell and Luke and Abigail in the red room mm-hmm. when really she's going to poison them and kill them. Mm-hmm. That's basically what happens. How I can't remember exactly because now it's been a minute and I know you guys rewatched some of this. How does Hugh, wh- when is it that Hugh gets that like light bulb he walks into the kitchen and sees the rat poison surely tips him off yeah surely sees it surely sees it and uh, she, she mom is back him, yeah. she's like mom's here yeah, she's, she's acting a, I, really I thought, freaking I thought weird. mom was supposed to be at Aunt, right. you know whatever yeah yeah and mom's acting really weird and there, that, that's how um I think episode is that the way the episode ends with him walking towards the door yes and the door's no. open Wait, no, episode nine? Right. Episode ten starts that way, you mean. No, it's we don't show the clip beforehand of, uh, of him going towards the door and the door's open. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, why is she looking at me so yeah. nasty? I did the mic thing again, guys. <laughs> yes, I think that he's running yeah. the door's open. Yeah. I yeah. think it starts that way and then it ends with him running into there as well. He ends with the whole story is. well and and we we see the the tea party is taking place in the red room right uh and and the red room is completely filled from top to bottom with black mold yeah and so stephanie's point earlier of is this really just a product of poisoning right of the mind um she's filled their teacups with rat poison and um Abigail drinks it, right? Yes. Um, and so she's dead. Yeah. Uh, then mm-hmm. Hugh comes in. And then within in. like minutes, he makes seconds, it seconds. You right see, as you no, know, within seconds, it's like fully reanimated ghost Abigail. Right. She's she's oh, in yeah. the hallway. She's yeah. in the hallway right away. Um, Her and, death was pretty brutal, man. Yo. That's, yeah. It, it was, that was really hard to watch. Yeah, and he makes it in right before Nell takes. He just slaps the cup out of her hand. Yeah, Um, and yeah, Shirley wakes Hugh up because Shirley's the one that that sees her. They're all sleeping. This is happening at Mm -hmm. night, so she wakes up for and she goes into the kitchen, sees that there's that um, that she's back and there's poison in the kitchen. She goes wakes up wakes up Hugh, and he stops the party just as Abigail is choking. He gets the kids out, right? Um, And then, yeah, Poppy. Is the one that convinces Liv to yeah. So that's right. He uh, he pushes her up against the wall, mm-hmm. right? And she she bangs her head. She bangs her head, yeah. and he knocks her out. Which they see it. Luke right. and Nell see right. that happen. Right. They leave her passed out on the floor when he grabs them to run out. Right. So each kid also has like this weird, different idea of what it is that's happening. Um, like. You have Nell and Luke that saw the mom get thrown up against the wall. You have Theo who touched her dad that night and saw that. But then you have Shirley right. who saw her mom being crazy with the right. poison, didn't see what the dad and had Steve who to saw do. nothing. And Steve who saw nothing. Which, by the way, that that um, connection scene 
of the very beginning where when he's trying to hold the door and he's trying to hold yeah. the door and Steven and you don't know what they're holding the door from as right before he tells Steven to close his eyes and not look mm-hmm. and then see it in episode nine that it's the mom mm-hmm. trying to get in was so beautiful yeah that connection that was the whole time because in the next episode when you when they seal the re- the reveals of the other side of Shirley's I mean of um, Theo's dance studio oh yeah they that's done very well throughout throughout the but that one for for some reason because you never know what he's yeah you're, you're you're watching it from the first episode you still never know what it is that he was right not seeing or not going through and when you get it in nine i'm like holy shit that was so brilliant like so yeah. brilliant uh so yeah so that was that episode which now you know that he's seen the mom and now the mom wakes up with her head concussed right or Something she's which, in pain, which is why she's hobbling around, right? And that is what's coming down the hallway while he's trying to tell Steven not to look and mm-hmm. to keep his eyes closed. Yeah, fucking mm-hmm. great. That episode for me was just. And, and then her visage at the 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 window, you know, where, oh, yeah. where she's just l- looking like she she looks almost like emotionless, like it's blank, just looking at them drive away. There's not even like a longing, like, you know, no, bring my kids back. Like, I'm trying to save them. It's just a, uh, like, okay. Well, because for me, she doesn't really snap into it until Hugh comes back. Mm-hmm. Because so Abigail is there. They ha- He has to go. When he goes and drops the kids off at the hotel room, he comes back. Right. Has to tell the Dudleys about Abigail. Right. Right. And it's not until then that she has I, I, there's a moment you see her she looks at Abigail and realizes that that's when she says it wasn't right. me yeah that's not me and I think that that was her moment of realization of, of what it is that she had done yeah you know at least for me that's that's kind of how I saw it um, I thought you were going to say something the whole thing with the Dudleys um, I didn't need some of it and you're talking about but you're talking about what happens with them in episode 10 yeah okay. I didn't need I some so. of that stuff we can yeah. go into episode 10 I mean, with we're, the dead we're there. yeah that's, really that's, that's, that's pretty much you know the, the end of episode 9 for me I think um, she had a problem with like the ending of it of like the like the, the, the husband running to get the mom to die in there at the old age is that what you that yeah yeah I didn't need that about? I didn't need any of that no yeah, yeah I mean, I was, that's what I meant by like the last half of that I didn't care about them that I liked much. it I don't, I don't like I mean it was I, too tied together too perfectly there I don't at the end, I right? didn't need them like I just I don't I don't need them to be um I don't know I didn't buy them I I liked I liked yeah. them I think they worked well in the show because it lends some credibility to the house. Right. It's, and away th- from the family's mental illness. Right. Yeah. Yes. Because it's... Um, I don't know. For me... I mean, it, it could also be that they're working in the house and, you know, the black mold is affecting them as well. But to me, it lends some credibility to the, you know, uh, like, oh, I saw it too. I you know, agree when, you. when he says, you know, it's uh, it's probably not my place, yes. but you should probably get her out of the house. You know, and Hughes' whole, you know, you're right. It's not your place. I don't know. I right. think sometimes it's, it's like a cheap, cheap 3D tricks. Like, I think sometimes <laughs> it's like a cheap excuse when you put a character whose sole purpose is just to explain shit. Um, I, I get what you're saying, you know but I, mean? I actually feel like, like what kind of what they do to Hermione in the Harry Potter movie sometimes that sometimes her pro- her purpose is just to explain shit. But I feel like that like more Watson. so with the husband because he has that yeah, whole his, story. Tim specific. Her, however, 
her moments are really small, right? She has that moment when Luke is in the elevator going up and yeah. down from the floor to the thing that she knows that some shit has happened there before because she worked in that house before. Right. So there's that small... She's very intense, too. Yes. Then there's the moment with Nell and the teacups. She's like, how yeah. odd for you to find this. Yeah. yeah. You know? And like, hmm. Like, maybe in this whole beautiful... So she... And then she also has... Like, she's this... She has this weird moment with each character in one light or the other because she also helps uh, Steven with the paints mm-hmm. for the desk and that's when she runs into Olivia on the outside and even tells her maybe you need a break from here a prayer might mm-hmm. not be so far either right. you know other than just a break but see um, what happened to her because she didn't pray <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what the they're trying to tell us like, yeah. why do we gotta bring Jesus into this Jesus didn't do anything to anybody leave him out of this <laughs> clearly that he didn't save Abigail but whatever you know <laughs> you're right you're exactly. right just exactly saying, yeah. you believe just, that your kid still died yeah, like, so, just saying but then she also has that moment with the mom and the two with the the after the storm and stuff like that. So I felt like she was more necessary than he was. Mm -hmm. I think that that was a late in the game moment of of if if I'm gonna say at any point there was a moment of maybe lazy writing was using him to tell the whole story of the people in the house and how his wife went crazy and how they couldn't have kids and the whole nine and the crying baby. Although that that story was a good story, it was creepy. And and I thought it was was really creepy. There was uh, from like a technical aspect, there was such a slow push yes. in the camera while it was going on and as the camera was pushing in there was his story was intensifying it was know, it was you it was a whole you have a, a, choreographed so a haunted house and all these like these dozens of characters and you're gonna bring one like handyman to talk about this history of all these fucking come on bro yeah they fucked they fucked up a little bit no. with them because they, if show they were me. gonna make them integrate show me these people yeah they should have given us a little more on them so we would care about them a little bit more maybe there's a second season that. coming where we're gonna get all maybe these and maybe maybe, maybe, maybe. That's the thing. but here's we got reason. a little but bit like, of Poppy we got a little bit of whatever the fuck Mister Hill's name is in Poppy yeah. I'm interested in the old Poppy's. lady talking about Poppy yeah. I don't believe yeah. her she's the trickster like the, so, and, and so that's that, probably Poppy's mother-in-law that fucking didn't like her or whatever, probably, I don't doubt it you know I don't doubt it yeah, so, but the Dudleys I didn't need them after Abigail no no and I I don't need to know anything else after it was already tragic it was a tragic story I knew I did like that they convinced him. To not tell anybody. Not not to tear down the house. You know, just to leave the house here. We'll take care of it. You know, I, I to me the idea of having of, of having mm. the, you know, your to be able to still be with your daughter. And I'm with that. And and, and all of that makes sense. When you have the story of the baby and the crying and all that. And again, I I am here's the thing. We are all intelligent people who watch movies and TV shows, uh, right? Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. So, I mean, yeah, I guess. But what I mean is, like, explain to some, them. Right. You, just by me seeing them see their daughter as the ghost in the house, I would have already known and understood because they lost a child, because that was their only child, and mm-hmm. because of how much they tried to protect her, that they would have wanted to stay in that house forever. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that's what they were going to... So I didn't need... Previously. Like, I didn't need it. everything after that. I don't need you to show me him bringing his dead wife that, that into was, the... That was a little extra. That like, last yeah. minute, yeah. That, that was like... But they had said it. They had said it that, like, oh, it, was on the, it was in the tabloids. Why are you keeping the house? Why don't you sell it? Like, they had said it. Yeah, so I they was like, I would have already time. known. That's why you kept the, it. Like, you kept it because the, of that. Uh, thinking about it now... That might be the only issue that I have with the show, not for any other reason other than they were so creeped out about the house. 
and they were so unwilling to go near there at night. They wanted to spend time with their daughter during the day. I get that. Why would you suddenly want to be a part of this house that you think is evil? Right. Right? That, sure, it gives you a chance to spend time with your daughter, but... Well, I guess when you're dead, it doesn't matter. Like, what evil is going to bother you when you're dead? Well, they did say say that um, when they heard it was a family... They were mm-hmm. like, okay, we're going we to have We help. don't want those right. to happen. I guess they kind of knew that shit was going to happen to these people, and they felt bad that they had kids. Mm-hmm. So they, but they, yeah, but again, they wa- they went over that really fast with these guys. Yeah. So for me, it was they should have given us a little more so that it wouldn't have felt a little so more out meat. of place. Or, or, and, and, and then the other thing for me, and, and made it a little bit different, like we also find out the torture of what happened only from the husband's perspective like we don't get it from the mom's perspective yet she's the one that's there with all the kids all the time yeah because you see him very few times like you don't see him as many times like i said like her with the explaining to me the story of her loss (laughs) yeah like like uh, yeah Uh, and while i appreciated also i don't want to be that sexist person because i appreciated hearing it from the husband and watching his wife break down and also right. it was like for him to not hear the first cry and like i appreciated that but i would have wanted to hear it from the wife too mm-hmm. in a moment with olivia making me again care about this character just a little bit more for me to give a shit because if not it just felt like i need these as plot movers like story movers they need to be able to talk about this so that this makes sense they need to be here because they kept the house afterwards and it only makes sense Mm -hmm. if they like they needed these two characters to be able to fill in holes later on that they would have otherwise had and so the last few minutes of the episode i didn't need that i i'm an intelligent enough watcher that i know this couple probably stayed in that house because their only daughter was there and probably died there to be with her for the rest of your life it's good, you know. I agree, hundred percent. But we're just being nitpicky because it was still a great show. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's incredibly no, yeah. We're being assholes. But to, to me, <laughs> listen, we have two hours worth of nothing but love for this show. Right. So and we have another are, episode. Are, that we, are, are we at two hours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, this is gonna be two episodes. <laughs> um, so, uh, to me, the second biggest mind fuck comes in episode 10 where you find out and it's all thanks to that really long narrow window yes you find out that each and every room i i, I turned to stephanie i was like is this like the fucking room of requirement and that's exactly what the fuck it is yeah where every character got exactly what they needed out of that room uh, including Olivia, who got her reading room. Yeah. And and it was in there that Poppy first appears to her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And, and it was for Poppy, it was her nursery for her kids. It was right. her nursery for her kids. It was... See, so that's where all the sickness like, comes it from. Which comes is from also there, the yeah. only room that wasn't checked for where the mold came from. Right. Right. You know, so... Um, that's the episode. What got me in that episode was me not realize the first time I watched it. I didn't realize Hugh right away. His death when yeah. he dies. Oh yeah, I didn't realize that right away. I did. I, yeah, I didn't grab onto that immediately. Yeah, I was. I I knew that it was happening. I wasn't sure if it had happened yet. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I I um. What moment are you talking about? So I'm, I'm a little when lost. when Steve comes back into the house that he's having that conversation with Hugh and then Hugh shows him the pills. 
Oh, okay. He's he's been having a conversation with Ghost Dad. With Ghost Dad. Yeah. I didn't catch on to that. Like, I was such mind-fucked from everything else in that episode. Like, the room being everybody watching. Because that episode, when it even started, it starts off with Steven talking about how his wife is pregnant. Right. That's how it starts. And me and Vanessa looked at each other. I was like, did we miss an episode? Like, what? Like, we even... We did the same thing at Terminal. Like, that's one hell of a fucking time jump. We went back to episode nine and fast-forwarded it to the last five minutes to see if we had missed some sort of like jump or something and sure enough we didn't I was like no I guess we're just starting with another time jump but then they did such a good job in that episode of doing that to you a couple times because sometimes you would while you're watching what's happening with all the characters in episode 10 sometimes you forget when you've jumped time for they suck you in so bad that you're like oh wait a minute we're not in the same we've jumped time a little bit here we're on a different parallel now Yeah, there, there was there was that great moment where um like his his wife slowly starts to like ramp up and you start realizing like oh this this isn't really happening is it yep and 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 she starts her skin starts to decay and she starts to look like nell and like like olivia and uh and then you realize well he's in the fucking room yep he's still in the fucking house that's that's why he hasn't fucking written the ending of the story right and then you're like okay now i get what's happening right they're screwing with us and then they do it again and you're like damn it what's (laughs) happening here no why (laughs) um this episode again had me with the fucking bowler hat guy because you oh, yeah. and Steve go in and the, they see him right at the entrance of the house and I don't know what Hugh knows about the bowler hat guy because he tells Steve he's like just look at me and the guy like leans down his face and gets within like inches of him and like look, like is basically playing like a staring game with Steve and is like waiting for him to look at him and I'm like is Steve gonna die if he looks at him like what's You're gonna like, happen what's gonna- and I'm like but like what the fuck is up with this per- this ghost thing and i'm i'm I, I i need to know i need to know what's wrong with this thing yeah that confused me a little bit too like yeah. why why but then again like they do say sometimes like when they're talking about like supernatural stuff like the more you acknowledge yeah the right. more it comes at you or the right. more present it becomes so i, I don't know that, that was the only justification well, just uh, myself in that moment so but then it just like it just kept going and then they went the opposite direction so like i don't know i kind of but the, but the, but that, that that brings me back also to like the episode with Luke when he was a kid like when that when the bowler hat thing found him under the bed and Luke screamed like what happened it just cut away and we never came back to it we don't know if oh, Luke oh that's true saw, they never so, tie we, that we up. don't know if Luke looked him in the eye because he probably closed his eyes and screamed I mean so, he's a little kid yeah. yeah yeah so it's just what are the repercussions of making con- eye contact with this thing well that's the so, same reason why Indiana Jones tells Marion to keep her eyes shut when they <laughs> open the ark you know you don't you don't want to you know look at something yeah, all that exactly powerful I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe it has something to do with his, why he went so mad, like why he had to become, like why he became addicted and I all guess. that kind of I, stuff. I, or, I, yeah. Maybe. Hugh clearly knows more about the house than who knows if Hugh came back, you yeah. know, over time. Yeah, still we don't own know, the place. We don't know anything that Hugh did in those. The character that we know the least about throughout the time is Hugh. I actually mm-hmm. feel like he did go back because if I'm not mistaken, he says something. In that last episode, when he sees her again, 
mm-hmm. he says to her, I haven't seen you in a while, but it wasn't the last time. Right. Like, he, he it's, it, there's a way that he says it that you know he's he been said back. It, you know, it was hard, it's, it was hard to see, it's hard to see you like this or here. Right. Like this so or he's like yeah. gone back. It feel, I feel, cause she was like, you said you'd, you, you said you'd keep, you'd come back. And he's like, oh, it got harder or something like that. Yeah. So I feel like he kept going back. Almost the same way the Dudleys went back right. to see Abigail, he kept doing which, that, which makes sense. And for him, his character, it totally makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah. and then why he would create a different version of her right. outside of the house, right? Mm-hmm. You know, than 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 the one that was there. And um, you you realize that um, like right away, there's a very different dynamic between him and Olivia in the house than there is him and the Olivia in his brain. Yes, because he and the Olivia in his brain, like that's a loving. Uh, like that—that's his wife. A well-balanced relationship. Right. And this all that. is this is like there's an estrangement there. Yeah, and he it, and and he knows that she's not well there. Mm-hmm. It's not a well right. her. So he's more. Um, how do I say it? Like a he's poor man. He's just yeah. more of an enabler. My like God. he's more of enabling her and and mm-hmm. and and more like okay, this is just what has to be. Um. And then that's in that episode. I don't know if you guys mentioned it while I was. I had to step away for a second for the bathroom. But we see the way that Luke is supposed to die. Right. right. No, we hadn't gotten there yet. So we see that Luke is the way that Luke is supposed to die in the room, and he's basically overdosing. No, we hadn't yeah. gotten to to the room yet. We oh my god! To the kids, we had just basically gotten to. <laughs> I want to know what the deal with the bowler hat guy. Got is. it. Yeah. I haven't moved past this. I You're like, like I won't let this guy go. Let this guy go. <laughs> 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 so, um, but yeah, they. So basically, yeah, Hugh and Steve make their way up. Uh, where, no, Steve makes this. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, what ends up happening is they they make their way back to the room. The room won't open for Hugh. Right. right. Hugh turns around. To try to grab something, to try to come at the door with it, and Steve sees that it's open, and, and he walks in, and he walks right. in, and before Hugh can step in, the door closes, and mm-hmm. all of the kids are trapped. Yeah, at that point now mm-hmm. in that room, having their own nightmares or futuresque stories that start off really nice. It's almost like the same thing that happened with like Olivia. Like these ideas started off nice, right. and then they slowly start to rot and decay mm-hmm. as the longer they're and in them. It's Nell who pulls them out of it. Out of each yeah. one. Like, yeah, he, they, she taps them on, on, on the head. Right. <laughs> as yeah. they're like starting to realize that shit's going back. She was like, and eh, no, you know, <laughs> um, which eventually she's, she is the one that saves them all. But and, and then we get, again, that time dilation where she's having a conversation with all of them. Uh, but the words aren't coming out right. Right. Um, because the words are all jumbled. Because mm-hmm. there's time. Yeah, that, time. It's jumbled right. within time. So mm-hmm. it's not making yeah. sense and it's not in the right order. Mm-hmm. But she's basically saying we've all been here before. Right. And we but just this didn't is also the it. conversation where she says that the ha- if, that if the house is like a body, which is what her mother would always say, if the house is a person. Right. That this room, that, but her mother would say that this room is the heart and she said that this room is the stomach and this is where like it's digest, it's eating us. Yeah. Right. It's digesting mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Which was a beautiful metaphor in itself yeah. for what was actually happening in that room mm-hmm. as well. Um, but yeah, uh, between, I want to say, it, and then it's in this one that we find out what happened with Shirley. Yes. No, that was a nine. We missed it then. We did. We missed it. Um, this, is the, this is the episode, though, where if we're going to go on the train that, with this fan theory that each one of the kids is a stage of, of, uh, grief, of grief, this is the, ep- the episode that shows us that Nell is acceptance. Right. Mm. Yeah. So. Which which makes also sense 
uh, with the way that it ends and how she helps everybody kind right. of accept. Just move no, forward. No, yeah. the I think episode nine is the episode that uh, we find out that Shirley had cheated on her that, husband. Yeah, yeah, Shirley yeah. cheated on her husband with this oh, guy right. Ryan, yeah. who was Nathan from One Tree Hill. Yes, um, that basically she met at a, a, a mortician's conference, which I didn't know was a thing. Yeah, I, I guess there, I guess they have conferences. There's, there's okay. conventions for everything. Yeah, yeah there is. Um, um, she basically just wanted to have a night of well more importantly she wasn't gonna sleep with him she wasn't until she found out he was married yeah and then she was like oh well then we both have shit to lose lose. yeah so then fine let's do it so the interesting thing which is one one of the five unanswered questions of this thing is that this is i i think that this is more of a projection of shirley's own thing because this guy's not I mean, feasibly, this person is not dead. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this is just more of like, uh, this is more along the lines of guilt as a ghost. Steve's of yeah, right. Steve's whole thing is guilt as a ghost, and this is just her guilty ghost taunting her. This guy just showing up in a, a time where, in times where she's just feeling bad about something, she's feeling guilty about something. Because yeah, and, shows she, and this is old because it, it had happened like ten years it's prior. Yeah, like it was a long. Like it's that. always in the least opportunity. It was right moment. after one of her kids was born or something. like yeah, that. Yeah, it was. It was something crazy. Cause yeah, when, when she goes on, and her to, kids are older in the show. So it's, yeah. it's always in the least opportune moment that your ghosts come of course back to, yeah. to haunt you. Right. So, um, I, I again, I, I will, I will say with 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 that caveat that the only thing i didn't like about episode 10 was what what we end with that last those well, damn devils let's go back to the room and talk about <laughs> yeah. luke because so luke yes luke injects himself with rat poison right not because heroin in his, because in his dream what he's really doing is shooting up one last time with the girl who had saved the right. day in, the, in his in his head they did in his head he never leaves with steve he goes mm-hmm. back to the hotel the girl gets a hotel for them right that's the idea is that she left she didn't leave him and stole the drugs she stole, but he didn't do it Right, she, she did. did it to she him. had injected yeah. him, which in turn. Now, of course, we know. No, we now know that he did it to himself with the rat right. poison and the whole nine. Or, or the was it? Or was it his mom? I, I think it was his mom. I think yeah, he, I, I, I think go, going mm. off of like her logic of you know the only way to save you to protect you is to kill you. Is to kill you. Like it's very possible that his mom was. Uh, I forget her name, but you know his uh, his girlfriend. At I that think time. that she Joey. was the ghost Joey. in all of them, and and that her uh, her last stitch help effort to do anything was to bring them all back, mm-hmm. was to kill them all there, so that she can have her whole family right. again mm-hmm. and and have that beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. So I do think that. That's why she's the bolder guy in his in his out when he's hallucinating, and then yeah. I think that's why she's trying to call him out over there. I think that she is the person who's injecting him in her dreams. I think the same thing uh, in Theo's nightmare. I can't remember what, what was it Shirley's is. nightmare. I don't remember. It's the, it's Theo with the girl that she was screwing. Right. Yeah. But what is that? The girl starts telling her shit because each one of them have a moment where they start to realize that um. this isn't what. Like this isn't the way that things went down, mm-hmm. right? Like they all have a moment within those nightmares that they're. I like, don't remember Hold on what Shirley's was right either. Before Nell Hang wakes on. them up and tells them, like, "Hey, no, get out of it." Now I can't remember. Um, Shirley's was the dude. No, but that's right? not the dream that she has. Hold on. Hang on. Shirley finds herself. Oh no. 
You're right. No, it is the dude. This is where we find out. Oh, you're is. right. Yeah. Because she, she Shirley finds her herself nightmare. at a bar in a funeral convention, flirting with a stranger, played by One Tree Hills' <laughs> <laughs> Nathan's, uh, um, James Lafferty. The man who's kept, who's kept appearing throughout the show. It turns out that years prior she slept that this man was also married and never told Kevin. Just as Lee takes down, uh, Steven, this guy from the bar reveals the hypocrisy of Shirley's self-righteousness in a studying deadpan speech. Her upright exterior, ma- uh, mass flaws just at the, uh, Theo's dream sequence mostly revolves around her intimacy. She, issues she's in bed with trish she can't find uh she can't feel anything just like what happened after she touched now she also explains that the story behind the skeleton wall in hill house a man was driven insane by fear and guilt he bricked himself into the wall which is the bowler hat guy he bricked himself into the wall to find a space small enough where fear and guilt couldn't fit he he could not he died he was reborn he he when he was reborn he was the tall man got it yeah which is what okay so which is what we had originally anticipated so yeah so they're all having like their own nightmares of the shit that they're guilty for right. in their own right. lives which is why stevens has to do with the kid situation mm-hmm. which is why luke is drugs and who he didn't get to save and who he didn't get to help and that whole other fucking shit um but i i do think it was the mom the whole time here yeah. and guilt and stay here because this is what we could be doing i mean look at that moment with theo alone when he's on the precipice of death mm-hmm. and he's yeah. right at the edge and what he's seen is his mom with the tea party yeah. but the room is nice and beautiful right. and it's all of this like lovey talk and it's now the one that keeps calling don't like leave right. go 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 like she's even telling him to leave which that was another really sad moment can you imagine what it's like to to see your favorite sibling your closest yeah. one your twin yeah. and then your mom and they're calling you and you're like you're like it's like one of those things like do you follow the tunnel at that point right. you know like if it would I, I think he would have it wouldn't have been that no I told him no like I think if she would have just stayed silent and been quiet that whole time mm-hmm. he would have he would have died mm-hmm. right then and there and that would have been the mm-hmm. end of it um, yeah definitely which is just crazy that he survives that was another little tiny little baby loophole I don't know I have never seen a drug overdose on rat poison and then he comes back like that like all great I yeah was, I think it's a little bit it's kind of like <laughs> I'm going to go musical theater. It's kind of like when Mimi comes out of it at the end of Rent. Like you kind of, (laughs) you're kind of like, this is a little too perfect. Right. But I, I get for multiple reasons. I get why. Like number one, I don't think the cranes would have as a family would have the dad dying is fine because like he's, a fob like the parents are supposed to go before the kids before yeah. the kids but losing another sibling probably would have destroyed them like they couldn't they pro- Nell was the glue that was keeping them stuck together yeah the only person who can substitute that is luke, is luke. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 and i think and and i think they all expected it from him because of his history with drugs or whatever but i i don't think that they could have Handled another, handled another sibling dying. So it also I, doesn't give you the great victory at the end, right? Well, and or and and the beauty of all of them having a because there's that moment where you had this family that at the beginning of this TV series was estranged and different and mm-hmm. all of that, and then to at the end it's all of them over Luke's body and like one mm-hmm. of them is like trying to get mm-hmm. his like pulse and the other one is trying to do CPR and it's mm-hmm. like all of them almost like finding shit that happened to them broke them apart and now shit that happened to them brought them together brought them back right. together yeah. so it was like a little nice little a bookend without it having to be a pretty bow because mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily a pretty bow right. he's like literally right. on right. <laughs> clearly not a bow uh, <laughs> but I thought that that was 
was a beautiful moment and 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 could have again just why don't you just end it with steve having that conversation with you and the bottle and then that's it like you guys leaving the house and that's it yeah and that yeah. And that be done so um, i i did love that that moment um in the end where we see all the siblings around Luke and they're celebrating his, uh, I think it's two years, two years, two years sober. Um, it was, it was a great moment. Um, interestingly, that was not the way Flanagan had intended the show to end. Right. Really? How did he, how did he intend? It was the show? exactly so the same, except behind them, there was a long, narrow window. Yeah. Oh, which personally, personally, I think it's a better ending. Yeah, but he after, said he doesn't give you hope. Though. He said he exactly. couldn't do that to after, the cranes. After he said the, they had been through enough. After the show, like seriously, beat you like six <laughs> feet underground. Yeah, you know, uh, to to be left with the oh fuck, really? They didn't make it out. <laughs> like I, I get it. I understand. Like. A lot of people want a happy ending. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, but that would have been even so have beautiful. To be, like, yeah. Happy it doesn't have to be a happy ending, but you, I think you do at least it, some resolution. If it's going to be something that you're going to watch over and over, it's got to at least end with some sort of hope or some right. sort of something good out of it. it doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. have to be like a happy ending, but if it doesn't have any hope at the end, like it's not likely going to be something that you watch over and over and over because it's just one of those things that you're yeah. one, and, one and done with because. It's uh, too much, but that would have been so beautiful. I, so beautiful. I, I, it's like I Inception that and that, watching this yeah. thing spin over and over and over again, and ask yourself, if "It's going to fall." I think I think I would have preferred that ending. Although I'm, I I'm with you, I don't know that I would want to rewatch. Kind it. of expecting it, just knowing horror as a genre, that was kind of almost that was what I was expecting. I was expecting it, or expecting it to to like pan out and then just. It being the exterior of the house or something, right, right. you know, something like that. But then, but when it didn't happen, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's that's how it is. I was just happy for one that I saw a horror that didn't fucking cr- crash land at the end. Like ninety five percent of anything horror that I ever watched doesn't <laughs> oh, know God, how to they're end. They're just like comedies. They are comedies. Don't know how to end yeah. for me, and horrors don't know how to end. Like they never know how to. If there's if there's a good ending. You take it. You take it. Right. Yeah. You take it. So I I did take it, but now having heard about that, that would have been such just. Like ha, fuck yeah, yeah. Like that would have been you. Fuck you, but damn, this is so good. Um, Well, here's the other thing: is that should he decide to do a second season, um, that leaves him open to do whatever he wants without the cranes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because they're done. Because if if they were trapped in the house, then their story can continue, and it's perfect the way that. But then I also think. But doesn't that mean that technically he can use Olivia and Hugh and Nell in the season two? Yeah, they could. But I don't. Uh, Unless it's a prequel. But then we have the whole like time not not being you know you know. And he still can use the three cranes that are there. But they don't have to be featured. Like they don't have to be the featured right. story. They can right. just be in the background. They can be yeah. other ghosts. You Those know. random ghosts you see in like the, right. Like the you spots know they don't have the to be. One. I think I don't like when shows force things. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So I think that if we the, the their story has been told, like there's no need. Like I, all the questions I have really don't have to do with the cranes. They have to do with other people or the other or the house the, itself. Uh, the house itself, the underlying like the other things that they threw at us that they didn't really that they didn't really explain. So there's I'm kind of I'm fine with being done with the cranes. I I'm okay with it. I, I don't like when they kind of drag out things just because that's what people want to see. I like the right. way the I like the way the British do their shows. Like, give me two or three really good seasons of then, one story and fuck you and fuck you. Yeah. Let's move on to something else. Okay, but well, can we like yeah. hire Carla 
again like something else can we put her in something else for fuck's Carla sake? works all the time I don't just, see anything she's in what are these things just rewatch Sin City <sighs> I don't like that movie but is she naked in it yeah she's topless in it <laughs> fuck was i doing during that goddamn movie <laughs> i don't know what were we doing i don't know probably making it no we weren't dating yet oh. no we, but we were still getting into trouble with each we other we were probably <laughs> fucking pissing off whoever we were with at the time <laughs> probably whatever we were doing i will watch that again did not realize that that was a yeah thing. yeah sounds great yeah it's fantastic um, but yeah i so what other questions didn't get answered for you when it came to the series um I, I the dog thing like they the kids talked about it a lot and I feel like towards the first half in the first two episodes there were a lot there's a lot of rambling about that yeah they, they kind of mentioned and that they, they hear dogs at it night. was kind of like the polar bear at the at Lynn lost like we talked about it a lot at the beginning and, and then it, it just it. disappeared yeah because the guy just ends up telling we don't have dogs on the property and then it's kind of just like boom but what you're saying is more like a I've so in more I know that there's something to do with like dogs okay. and like I love you. This is where we got this from. We got this from, from the Chronicles of Sabrina. Yes, we did. Okay. And that's because there right. is a lore that when you are... We're like are, on the third or fourth. At, we're not done with this. Oh, okay. So there's a, in some sort of like lore, it is when you have the veil between um, like the dead and the undead. Uh, I'm sorry, the undead and the living, right? It When you have that veil... You'll hear the hounds of hell. You'll feel a certain wind. You'll get certain scents. And that kind of just means that there's this one can walk within the other's plane. Okay. So what, I guess what you were trying to say is that could be the sound like of the dogs. Could be a symbolism mm-hmm. for because they only hear it at night. It yeah. keeps them up at night. That that's why you end up getting that the ability to see these ghosts because they're traveling within the realms right. that's at interesting. night. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a good theory. I don't know. It was just, it was so vague. Well, and there's, uh, you know, uh, Cerberus that guards, you yeah. know, Hades. So. I don't know. It was just, if you're going to do things like that, like, just give me, like, a tad bit more. Like, just don't, like, drop something and then just forget about it. Like, it just feels like something, it feels like an afterthought. It's either, it feels either like an afterthought or it feels like something you forgot about. Or, so. yeah, you can't expect ever, you can't expect people to know that. Like, if that's what you're referencing, like, right. yeah, make it clear. Um, well, Here's the way that I'm, I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna jump off of David real quick. I'm like, I'm hoping he's going for a season two where all those dogs and that dog conversation was nothing but an Easter egg for some shit he's gonna. Tell so us yeah, sure, season. that's fine. And that if would that's be the nice. Case, that's fine. I don't see how they don't do a season two. This shit was insanely popular. Like this is all anybody talked about for like the two or three weeks leading up to Halloween. Yeah. So it's. I, actually, I think it dropped like the week right before Halloween. Um. So I'm also, and I may be in the minority here. I'm okay with a couple of throwaway lines just to establish the rules for something. Right. Uh, like, I, I, I'm okay if you just, you know, drop this one line or two just to let us know, like, hey, weird, weird shit happens in the middle of the night. There's no fucking dogs here, right? That's a way to lead into the you hear things, you see things that, that aren't, aren't there. actually there. Right. right. Uh, I, I think I think oftentimes people get so hung up on, like, plot points, like, but they didn't explain this, but they didn't explain this. And then oftentimes when we get an explanation, we want more out of it. It's like, well, no, sometimes it's just a throwaway line that helps you get to, you know, okay, it's been established. Now let's move forward. I want to know, like, how much or little the mold has to do with what's happening in this house. To me, that's the biggest question. Um, Because... 
is 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 it is the how long is the mold making people go crazy and then are the people staying and then like the spirits are staying and making other people go is it like the combination of the two i guess my question would be with that is only because there is no mold when he first goes into the house there is none. there's no mold that he can that see he can because see. they can't get that red room checked out right but what i mean is he's done He's already been in the basement before he realizes right. that there's but mold. But they weren't behind that wall, that brick wall. They did not get behind that brick wall. But he notices it when he goes into the basement. He realizes that there's a there's a splotch, and yeah. now he's going to investigate further. And he realizes how deep it goes. But he had already been down to the basement, and none yeah, of that had he, been he, seen. He, he said that the, there was no way that he had missed it. Right. right. So that is something oh, that pops said, up later. That he had had the house inspected, yeah. and well, there yeah, was have, no mold. I mean, anytime. I mean, this is like real estate. Yeah. So one one, and anytime you get, so this is like legit, like modern. Like you would have had to have had an inspection, and that right. didn't happen. So I feel like it's more. I feel like that mold is when the, house doing the stomach has started to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you get that mold, the worse Olivia gets with yeah. the ghosts and all of that, that mold becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. So I think that the idea of the red room being the stomach and knowing now that all of those kids had moments in those in that red room yeah. that the that the house was slowly feeding off of and now mm-hmm. and towards the end Olivia's in that room the whole time she's going into the room and passing out and sleeping yeah. there and now she, so it's eating more and more and more of her and in thus there's more and more black mold mm-hmm. that's being added into the house that's how i saw the mold situation the uh the other thing that to me is really interesting is the only ghost that people see uh or at least that we see are the ghosts that the Dudleys tell them about. Mm -hmm. The ghosts that they discover along the way. So they discover Poppy. Right, they right. discover. Um, I, I forgot his fucking name. I'm, uh, the the bowler hat guy. Yeah, you William know? Hume or whatever his name was. Yeah, they uh, they discover the old lady. Mm-hmm. You know, they discover all these little things about them, and they the learn- wheelchair kid, which I think is Poppy's son, if I'm not mistaken. It's the one that he supposedly that she kept getting sicker and sicker and sicker, but then you find out that she did that. Was poisoning her, him. Yeah. yeah, she was the one that was poisoning so him. So each each one of these ghosts we know about. Because they found something out, they asked the Dudleys, the Dudleys told them about it. And so, could these ghosts just be manifestations of their imagination? Mm -hmm. Is the stories that the Dudleys are telling keeping the ghosts alive? You know, in the same way where, you know, when, when someone passes away, they don't really die not if you keep telling stories about them. Well, Olivia says that. Doesn't she say that? When we die, we become stories. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the only thing that would mm. break that is bent like lady because mm-hmm. she's scaring herself there would be no way right. for her to be able to project that into herself at that young age right right so that so you see what but, I, but she doesn't know that it's her that it's, that it's her, her yeah. so could it just be that at the moment of her death she's reliving these terrifying moments in her life and she's seeing it from the perspective of the bent neck lady I don't know, only because that moment of her going no, 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 and that's what you hear both times. Yeah. I think I think is what correlates. Oh, I, I, listen, I'm, I'm. Oh no, I know, and I'm I, just shooting I, the shit with theories here. Yeah. yeah, I uh, like I, I'm fairly certain that there was a haunting. Oh, yeah, along yeah, yeah. With, with whatever psychosis is going on, serious yeah. issues. Yeah, um, I think the that the black mold is Poppy's disease. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. That's just the way I see it. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's the infection, the thing that made her, you know, do terrible things, right. and then that same disease passing on to. See, that's what I think. I think that that's it's been there forever, and it's just it's such an old. Ho- it's it's something that plagues old homes. So it's such an old house, and since she was the original inhabitant of the house she married she met her husband in an in an insane insane asylum yeah that shit gets passed down generationally so it's just a a cycle of mental illness plus shit that makes you do crazy shit so i don't know i can't wait to i want to know when we're gonna start reading the book soon so i'm gonna see if the mold is a thing that also comes from the book i haven't read anything about that um and just in doing my research for this episode i haven't read any correlation with that now there are there are certain things that do remain the same um in the sense of uh like certain characters and like the way that they die and what happens to them and you know whatever but I, now I do know I I, I really want to know the old lady is the one that always the old lady ghost yeah her telling Olivia don't listen to her she likes to play with people's minds I was like who are you yeah who are you thank you that's fucking because poppy's, the only one who sees her is Olivia that's just like Olivia is the only one no no uh, no Luke, Luke sees, sees her, her in, in, the, in the reflection yeah. you're right yeah. Luke sees but her but the only one who saw the wheelchair is Olivia yeah mm-hmm. she's the only one who sees him but I'm pretty sure that that wheelchair kid is Poppy's son. No, it makes sense. I think that's Poppy's son. So is it rating time? Sure. Yeah, so uh, how many gooey cellar ghosts (laughs) do you give? Oh, we're not giving bet neck ladies? (laughs) Okay, so how many bet neck ladies uh, uh, out of five? Okay, out of five bet neck ladies. For me, personally, Mm -hmm. as a non-horror fan and somebody who doesn't go that way... For me, it's five Batnick ladies. Um, I enjoyed it enough to see it twice yeah. through and through within the same week of having mm-hmm. finished the first one. Like, we consciously sat, we're like, we're going to do this again. Yep, we're going to do this again. We're going to do this again with them. Because um, you don't have kids. No, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, but we watched it a second time, and I would even go back and probably watch. A few of those episodes. I want to just because I want to pick out detail. Like in watching the sixth, in watching two storms again last night, I already picked out extra shit that I didn't see the first time around. And I, so I want to, but we just have so many other things. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's the kind of finish Sabrina, which is a little bit of a chore. Yeah, it 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 gets better because it gets deliciously darker the more you get in with Sabrina. Mm -hmm. But for me, for me, it's five because. It was horror. It scared me. It made me anxious, but it also made me emotionally attached. Yes. It 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 it, it creeped me out on various levels. It mm-hmm. creeped me out physically. Creeped me out mentally. Um, to know that I was so emotionally distraught, not out of fear, out of fear like sadness that I had to walk away from an episode. Mm-hmm. I haven't had to do that for any episode in a long time of any show where something was so depressing that I literally couldn't watch. I'd watch murder shows. I I had to walk away from a love story. Like, um, Mm -hmm. and, and so for that alone, for me, it's, it's five bent, bent neck ladies. I think if you're a hateful troll, (laughs) then you could, you could ask for more than what this show gave you. (laughs) But for the rest of us normal people, I think you can't ask for anything more than a show that has a great story, is well acted and looks fucking beautiful and does its job. So I'm going to give it a 4.8. 
bent neck ladies. Okay. The point two is for the Dudleys at the end. Fuck these Dudleys. <laughs> I um I am with V. Um, it's not a perfect show for me just because I still have some questions. I'm not convinced 100 percent that um, that it's all a haunting. I I, I feel like there are. I, I'm a little bit of a of a doubting Thomas. I guess I'm a little bit of a Steve. Um, so I'm gonna give it like a 4.7 because yeah. fuck the Dudleys number one and because I feel like there's more. That and I want to know a little. And there were, I feel there were a couple of things that I'm just like. Mm. So it. I am giving you a four point seven, bent neck ladies. There you go. Uh, this joins the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Day of the Dead, uh, and Return of the Living Dead for me as like perfect horror. Perfect horror to me doesn't necessarily mean that there's uh, that there aren't things that you can't nitpick, uh, but es- especially when you're talking about over ten hours of uh, of cinema, to me, like it's 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 so insignificant the 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 little things that that you can nitpick. Like th- this is this is like the biggest five for me. Uh, it's it's. I loved it. It's absolutely incredible. Um, I do hope that we get a second season uh, and and we get the history of the house that we heard from uh, the Dudleys about. And uh, I I do hope that the Cranes are, if they are involved, it's only peripherally so. You know, make it kind of like how... Pamela Voorhees Bro, has a, but if the has a cameo are in, in it, part I'm two kick where it's just like you know, just a little bit, you know, right there at the end. Um, I uh, when we post this episode, can one of the tags be "fuck the Dudleys"? Yes, fuck the Dudleys. That fuck the be. Dudleys. There you fuck go. You're not Russell Crowe, no matter how much you look like him. Uh, so, uh, so from uh, from the bottom of of our of our black heart, uh, thank you, Mike Flanagan. Uh, thank you, Theo. Um, yes. Oh yes. Th- yeah. Uh, uh, thank you, Mike Mercadal. You did a great job. On this. Fantastic. Uh, We're so I, glad I, to know I, someone yeah. on the show. You, Mike. I, feel, I, I feel like I, I, I need to keep saying thank you because you were really good in this. And you didn't tell us. We feel yeah. so slighted. Yeah. We didn't get to go to a Netflix party. God. <laughs> Bastard. Uh, so please, uh, please tune into all the other Geek Bro uh, Network shows. We've got Mamas and Merlot, Talking Geek. Uh, we've got uh, Mount Geekmore, Zeros on Heroes, um, uh, What's Up, Bro? Uh, You're bad at this. The uh, Talking Fitness, uh, the Comedy, comedy Fitness. fitness. Uh, what else? MC. What's good? Mr. Multiverse. Mr. Multiverse. Newly joined, better let me tell you. Yeah, yes. there we go. Whatever other shows you people have. Uh, yeah. Well, everything kind of falls <laughs> under the Talking Geek. So technically, if you wanted to listen to Brunches and Dragons or Crit or Die, it's all under the Talking Geek go. umbrella. Um, criticalism is not the criticism right. Criticism is not. Yep. Yeah. Criticalism is not. If you wanted to hear our podcast uh, about Dungeons and Dragons, where in the first four <laughs> episodes, one of us dies, you can go ahead and check out Criticalism. Ha <laughs> <laughs> You lose. Oh, what's good? I forgot what's good. No, I no, said no, it. No, oh, never it. mind. <laughs> uh, so I, I think I think we got them all. If we didn't, yeah. I'm very sorry. Uh, so uh, hopefully at some point this this year, we'll finally get to Neri's, uh Misery episode. <laughs> uh, 
uh, which we were supposed to do months ago. No more wire hangers. <laughs> That's not misery. <laughs> That's mommy dear. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. But but another great one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so thanks for tuning in and uh, fright you very much. <laughs>